Greetings. Salutations. I'm Frances. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to the Podcast Diaries, a podcast where two friends dive deep into the world of nostalgia by rereading the Princess Diaries book series by Meg Cabot. Um, it's, it's Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy, happy American Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, happy American Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day or tofurkey or whatever it is you're eating today. Chinese food. That's what I'll be eating. (laughs) Who doesn't enjoy some good Chinese food on Thanksgiving? Uh, Today is November 26th, 2020. Thanksgiving. (laughs) Yep, it is. (laughs) I like to say Um, the extra thing. Yeah, so we're uh, starting in on section two of book five. Yes, this is a hefty section, friends. Buckle in. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot to talk about. I'm there's I'm, I'm excited. Yes, and there's a Shot. few corrections. Not that we would ever correct Meg Cabot, but there are a couple things. That oh, okay. correcting. Interesting. <laughs> um, should I go ahead and give our synopsis? Yeah, please do. I'm right. excited to hear it. At Mia's birthday party, Link, Sue, and Tina hatch a plan for Mia and Michael to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. While locked in the closet, Mia finally gets up the courage to ask Michael about the prom, but her dreams are crushed when he tells her that prom is lame and he has no intention of going. Lily shocks everyone at the party when she both shows up with Jangbu Panasa and selects him as opposed to her boyfriend, Boris, to join her in the closet for seven minutes in heaven. Mr. G discovers them in the closet and Mia's party is quickly shut down. Mia is devastated about the prom and Grandmere tells her that she needs to find the right incentive to entice Michael to attend. In GNT, Boris begs Lily to take him back. When she refuses and coldly rejects him, Boris drops a massive globe on his head. Mia and Michael rush to his rescue, and he survives the encounter with only a few stitches. Mia calls out Lily for her selfish behavior, and the two have a falling out. Grammaire tries to help Mia find the right incentive for Michael to take her to the prom, which Mia thinks is getting his band to be the live entertainment. Helen faints in the grocery store and is rushed to the hospital by some friendly and helpful firefighters. While at the hospital, Mia takes the opportunity to ask Michael again about prom, and he again rejects the idea. That is a very, 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 very brief overview of this content-rich section. (laughs) Yes, very, very well done, because there's there's a lot that happens. Yeah, it's a lot. And um, in my opinion, the central theme of this section is that chaos breeds more chaos. Um, okay. <laughs> there's, <laughs> I agree. There's nothing but, okay, so we've got the incident with Hope Manjay, which leads to ultimately Jangbu attending Mia's birthday party. <laughs> Lily and Boris then break up. Boris drops the globe on his head. Mia thinks she could be a doctor. Mia handles her mom in the hospital very poorly. I mean, it all just goes on and on. So you're saying that all of this happened because <laughs> Mia was born? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> or really, if you really want to split hairs, all this happened because Rommel was born. <laughs> oh. <laughs> For being honest. Yes, that's exactly right. So, oh, oh my god. Rommel, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Rommel's the biggest bully this week. Rommel. No, I guess last week he was, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, all right, so let's start with the night of the party. Yes, please let's. So Tina and Ling Su hatch this plan to play seven minutes in heaven at Mia's birthday party, which if you don't know what seven minutes in heaven is, it's a game (laughs) where you and another person go into the closet and are supposed to like make out or, or whatever for seven minutes. 
I have no idea. Is to it be like spin the honest, bottle I've or never something? played. We <laughs> haven't either. I mean, well, we Has anyone? Is this not just like a <laughs> thing made up for movies and other teen media? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I deep, you play like rock, paper, scissors. Is it? I think you probably, straw? I'm sure it varies based on the goal. Like if it's mm-hmm. just to, for random people to make out, then it's probably like maybe Johnny's out of a hat. But if it's like, intense like so this and you shove two people in <laughs> right if you've ever played seven minutes in heaven let us know how it's facilitated <laughs> yeah please let us know i mean i guess i'm sure there's rules online but you know i want to i want someone else to explain yeah it to us. we I want experienced like... players yes um, um and also yeah. just as a sidebar tina is wearing body glitter and mia is jealous <laughs> yes she's like almost mad like she has the audacity mm-hmm. to wear body glitter to my birthday, birthday. Yeah. yeah which so, it is that is such an early 2000s thing oh, yeah. that i bet someone would be mad about but i I'm guess sure i would have been something that like we haven't it's in the background but it's not explicitly said is like mia has been looking for body glitter and has not I been able to find it, it. Yes. So, like, she doesn't know how to access body glitter <laughs> exactly. and she also is like and tina has it on her collarbone and i wouldn't have been cool enough to know to put it there it was like well where were you yeah. gonna put it yeah it goes anywhere it's yeah, you body. can put it all over your yeah which i will say i i got into as everyone else did after euphoria came out i was wearing a lot of glitter um, i love glitter i would wear it all the time i wish it was acceptable to just be a normal thing oh dude i do it it's what are delightful. people gonna say all they're gonna say is like oh my god that's a lot of glitter and i'm like yeah i know yeah I know. you're welcome <laughs> yeah glitter awesome. stuff and rainbow stuff is like my favorite if I could be a glitter rainbow unicorn every day, I would be. Oh, that sounds right. And I am on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and on the outside some days. <laughs> some days on the outside. Anyway. But anyway, so, about glitter. <laughs> this isn't a podcast about glitter, but if you're interested in that, let us know. Movie or product. Um, <laughs> I carry movie from 2000 or whatever year. Anyway, so... Mia, when it's brought up about the seven minutes in heaven thing, Mia is like, we don't play that. We're nerds. That's like when Josh and them play. I'm pretty sure that seniors in high school don't play seven minutes in heaven, uh, especially cool yeah, ones. No, they just have sex. <laughs> they were playing that when they were like 13. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like, or in up. the, um, what is he? A jacuzzi. He has a jacuzzi. No, they're yeah. sitting in the jacuzzi. The jacuzzi. Like, out. Yeah. Exactly. They don't need that. Baileys or whatever. Right. They don't need that kind of buffer of like, oh, we're in the closet. I guess yeah. we have to make out. They just no, they, Yeah, they just go make out. <laughs> um, I just thought that was funny and very like Mia. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I think the seven minutes of heaven is definitely more of a nerd thing because you have yeah. to facilitate it because they don't have exactly. the confidence to be like, hey, do you want to make out? <laughs> do you want to make out? No, no, no. We have to make out because our names were drawn. Um, <laughs> it's the rules. And another thing I thought was funny was Boris gets to the party 30 minutes early and just waits in the vestibule. And again, that really resonates with me because <laughs> that is fully something I would do. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I would do. Def- I'm always early and I'll just mm-hmm. like wait. If it's especially, ugh, I always hate doing that too. It's nice when it's at a bar. Because you like, yeah, oh, I, just, can, I like, just got here. I just got here and your drink is like empty. <laughs> yeah. No, it was just a really one. small It was drink. just water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly um but yeah if it's at a party like or at somebody's house you have to like wait in your car or the vestibule Mm -hmm. and he was reading the like chinese delivery menu yeah well i was gonna say that's why i always keep a book in my car that's smart you never keep princess diaries in your car yes um so lily shows up 
with Jang Boo. Boris shows up by himself 30 minutes early and Lily shows up with Jang Boo. And they're like kind of holding on to each other, like arms wrapped around each other, I guess, yeah. when they show up. But Boris doesn't see that. I guess they come in and aren't touching and Boris. Well, because they have to like, the... they take off their jackets. And right. Stuff, they so they like, off. yeah, there's like a a buffer in between mm-hmm. when they arrive together because like right. and it, it almost seems like lily is like drunk am i yeah that, it kind of you know does I, mean? I think she's like drunk on uh like yeah like, yeah i don't think she's literally drunk to him yeah and the, like on the lust. adrenaline from from <laughs> yeah. the like protests and stuff that's like a real thing when you get real excited about yeah. something it makes you kind of crazy so like i sort of get it in in that sense but she's also yeah Venus bitch. Also, Jangbo is an adult and Lily yeah. is 15. <laughs> so, no, she's 14. In, she is. In I thought she was York, older than Mia. In the New York, well, I thought so too, but in the New York Times article, it says, or not New oh. York Times, it's the Post. She is, it said that she's 14. Okay. Because I mean, then even I, weirder. Yes, because I th- I was like, that's super weird. But I thought yeah. earlier we had heard that she was older. So I don't know. Maybe that's. Maybe the post got it wrong, or maybe yeah. I don't know. Well, she's too young for him either she's, way. Yes. He's he's an illegal adult. He's nineteen, um, right? He's eighteen, I think. He's eight, oh, I thought okay. But still, um, too old. Yeah. And obviously, is has been in the workforce for quite some time, so mm-hmm. it's he's like a real adult. Well, um, old enough that he had to like that he left a whole country yes. and came to a different country and is paying rent and like yeah. all this stuff like he's it's he working is a job maturity that is too much for someone that yes. of her caliber it definitely um and so tina tells mr g that they're out of coke and ling sue asks helen to see her like art slides mm-hmm. so that's how they're gonna get them mr g and helen away so they can play seven minutes in heaven and Mr. G is like, oh, okay, I'll go get more. I think that's, I, I kind of love the subtext here of, like, Mr. G just being, like, a supportive stepdad and, yeah. like, helping with the party. I just think it's adorable. Yeah. And he's like, well, I, I bought, like, seven flats. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess, is that a two-liter bottle? Is that what a no, flat the is? the flats are the, um, it's, like, the cans that come in. It's, like, a 24-pack, oh. but it's flat. Like, so you, and you stack them on top of each other. So he Ooh, thinks that, that what's 24 times seven? That's almost 200 sodas. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he's like, what? Tina was carting them around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody Dude, noticed yeah. that. I was picturing like two liter bottles. I was like, that's somewhat reasonable. No, no. It's like, cause it's the kind you get at um, like a Costco. <laughs> he thinks they drink like, 200 um, sodas. But it's not Costco. They, it's what, whatever the party store is called. Um. They go BJ's. to a pa- They go to BJ's. BJ's. Okay. No, yeah. That's that. That is like Costco. Yeah. Right. I, mean, I said it's not Costco, but it's like Costco. Oh, yeah. I could gotcha. remember what it's called. Um. But yeah. they have the drive-through liquor store next to it, which also, that's if you cool. have never been, been to Costco liquor store, you're dumb. I like, haven't. What? You're dumb. There, I'm sorry. I just said you're dumb. Is there I, one in Charleston? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Or, well, there's one at the. There's one at the West Ashley one. I don't know if the mom, I don't know. I think all of them have liquor stores. Anyway. That's cool. Uh, get your cheap liquor at Costco. <laughs> yeah. Kirkland brand. At, oh, there's like been in the news a lot recently about how Kirkland brand stuff is like, like the Kirkland brand yoga pants are Lululemon. Like all these yeah. really amazing brands produced for Costco under the Kirkland label. So look into that. Well, because I'm yeah. pretty sure their vodka is like something nice. It's great goose. Yeah. Yeah. And I Boost mean. Boost it up. Well, all that means too, though, is that paying a hundred dollars for Lululemon leggings, 
you're paying for the label. Yeah. Purely. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. we digress. This Seth isn't class. a podcast about frugality, <laughs> but if you're interested in that, let us know. We'd <laughs> love to know. Uh, anyway, about so, some things. <laughs> so Ling Su and Helen go to like look at the art. So Ling Su really falls on her sword because she doesn't get to play Seven Minutes in Heaven. Oh, but yeah, that's right. No spoilies. Ling Su might not be interested in playing with anyone at this party. Ooh. Um, well, anyone with male genitalia. Oh, shit. Spoilers. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see what happens. This is all conjecture. This is all conjecture. Um, so Michael, they shove Michael and me in the closet. Michael's not thrilled reasonably so this is very awkward and he's much older than everyone there um which i mean it's you know he's friends with all of them so it's not that weird but it's like he doesn't want to do it but then they start making out and this is so mia she says she's talking about how good he smells and she's like the smell sort of made me want to jump on him and she doesn't (laughs) understand her feelings of like sexual attraction she like she can't really like connect to the two she's like i don't understand i just wanted to jump on him she like doesn't get what that is (laughs) this is so weird because you're just like i don't Mm -hmm. know what this means i feel like like (laughs) like exactly it's almost like you're you're in a situation where you're like I feel like I want to fight because it's like so much intense emotion and like and hormones coursing through your body you're just like what does this mean yeah she doesn't understand it like and like when she's talking about it's weird that she like smells his neck or like she's like I would never kiss his neck neck. right she doesn't and there's something that comes up again later that I was going to bring up. So I'll try to remember to do that. Um, And so she finally is like, gets up the courage and is like, Michael, the prom, like, are we going? And he's like, ha, no. (laughs) Prom is stupid. (laughs) And she is like, pissed. Yeah. What do you mean? And and she's like, well, what else would you want to do? And he's like, oh, we could go bowling or dancing at the Rainbow Room. Yeah. Um, Which actually sounds fun. Did you go bowling? On a prom night? No, you went to the movies. We'll talk about that later. Sorry. I went to our proms. No, but after. I don't I think so. See, I thought, oh, I thought you did, like, an activity afterward. No, we weren't invited to any uh, prom after parties. No, I know, we, I know, pointedly, so I remember. <laughs> um, yes. But I thought you did, like, th- that I was not, inc- I mean, like, you did not include me. You have had a date and a boyfriend. Yeah, I went I thought with my boyfriend. Did something I think after. we just went home. Maybe oh, we, oh. you know, now that you say that, maybe we did go to a movie. I distinctly remember going to Taco Bell and there was somebody in front of us who was like, got pulled out of the drive through line, like on their person. So the car was just stuck in the drive through line and they were getting like sobriety tested. And so all Ooh. the cars in the drive through were just stuck there. And like, I didn't drink in high school, so I wasn't drunk or anything. I was like too cool for that. <laughs> too cool to be I don't cool. Need to be, I, don't, I don't need <laughs> to drink to have fun. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. I, you went to prom. You went to both of our proms I went to too. Your prom, and then you texted me that I had a stupid bit where I was like, "I'm not. I'm not. It wasn't stupid. I just didn't care about going to prom senior year because yeah. the only person I liked there was you, and oh, and nice, you had thanks. a date, and so I was like, oh, I don't want to step on that. That would be whatever." Like, and I don't, well, it wasn't whatever. weird. The three of us hung out a lot. No, I, no, I was not like, I was like, I'll, I'll, 
give them the night. Oh, <laughs> the I'll give the them a night off. I'll give them a night off from babysitting. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was like, I, I, you were like, oh, you should come. And I was like, that's oh, okay. I'm good. Like, I'm not like, You did though, it. right? Well, I said, I'll go if there's a chocolate fountain. And then you texted me and you were like, there's a chocolate fountain. There here. was a chocolate fountain. And so it was delicious. So I showed delicious. up in my PJs. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, anyway, we'll talk oh. more about prom in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, s- spoiler alert, we're going to have a guest who I may or may not have gone to prom with. Yes. On our next episode. Oh, so exciting. Um, so anyway, exciting. So anyway. Michael is, Michael is being pretty reasonable, but he also is not under, he's not picking up that Mia is actually upset, which I Yeah, find, he doesn't pick up weird. on it at all. I find weird because he's normally very good at mm-hmm. at, at under like because he he knows who she is he knows right. she's a little dramatic he knows she's a little over the top and like and granted they're in a dark closet yeah and whatever and so like he's just kind of talking shit about prom and whatever mm-hmm. and, and he's like so you want to go to like some gymnasium and she was and she's like no it's at maxims your prom is at maxims and he's like whatever like i don't like he's like, so you want to go eat yeah. cookies and dance to really really bad music to with a bunch of people you can't stand who are never who you never want to see again and right it's he's making good points and I get, though, why she wants to go. Um, well, number yeah, one, absolutely. she's 14 and an yeah. underclassman. It's much cooler to her to go yeah. than it is to him. He has a very typical, like, I'm, I'm kind of, like, a smart kid and I'm not a cool kid and, like, prom is dumb. Like, right. I get I get both arguments. Well, and um, we don't know he didn't go last year. Because, like, I did junior prom well, they and do, I was, like... They specify that it's just for seniors. I, I thought about that, too. I thought she they said says, it's for juniors and seniors. She says only oh. seniors. And this freshman, sophomores, and juniors throw it for the seniors. Um, but you can only that get invited. Excess- excessive. Yeah, especially since there's only a 1,000 kids in the school. So that would mean 250 per grade. I guess that's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. More than but most. anyway. Um, yeah, so Michael... I guess somebody, Tina or somebody throws, Boris throws the door open um, when they're oh, like in the middle yeah. of this argument and is like, time's up. And then Lily is like, my turn and drags Jang Boo into the closet. And then mm. I feel like reading this, it all happens very rapidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am appalled at this behavior. What a heinous thing to do. It's disgusting. It's, it's truly so awful. Awful. And I, this, I didn't remember this part because oh, really? I have from the beginning been like, I know I don't like Lily. And like, there's like the little things she's doing, like she's a dickhead to Mia. But like, mm-hmm. this for me, I was like, this is why. Because she yeah. does shit that's awful. Like, this mm-hmm. is truly like, she's a sociopath. <laughs> and she kind of gaslights people who call her out about it. Oh, too. 100%. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that more later. But we don't really see the fallout from that yet because. Yeah. And this, another thing I think is awful is Michael just pats Boris on the back and is like tough break man yeah that to me is super weird yeah like that's really cold because I know like I mean if I wouldn't if I was dating someone and I like dragged someone else into a closet in front of my brother Stephen would have been like what are you doing like this is that's gross like you're that's disgusting like you need to stop doing that like and not we're not slut shaming here make out with whoever no. you want to with consent but 
if you have a, um, if you have a, if you're a, in a, a committed relationship, other, yeah. yeah. And one, don't cheat on them ever. Right. Two, especially not in front of them, like mm-hmm. dragging someone into a closet and like in front of all your friends. It's so embarrassing. Like, I mean, it's just awful. Lily, like, yeah, it's fucked up and she's, it, there's no, there's no excuse that can be made for her behavior. No. And <laughs> Tina, Tina's comforting <laughs> Boris by saying that she's probably just showing Jangbo what the inside <laughs> of an American closet looks like, mm-hmm. which is nice. And then Mia, this is interesting because I think this is another instance of Mia thinking that Michael and Lily are, like, closer than they are because Mia is like, do something! You Uh, want me to hit, and and Michael is like, you want me to hit Jangbu or something? Uh, See, she wants him to hit, she wants him to do the wrong thing. She wants him to blame Jangbu when he should be blaming Lily. But he's not doing anything. He's just like, I don't really care. Uh, Which is cold. Yeah, um, I, I get it in the sense of like he's not gonna play the protective older brother in this sense, mm-hmm. but it's just a weird, weird dynamic between everyone, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, it could very well be too that he's just like, I feel out of my depth here. I'm just gonna take a step back. Yeah, I guess so. And then Which, we, we I mean, know he's he's a pacifist. Yeah, he's not gonna hit anybody. Um. But Mr. G comes home and opens the closet and finds Lily and Jang Boo in there. And Lily and Jang Boo got to second base. Which, I mean, presumably it was over the bra. Lily, yes. I think. I, I would think. I don't, I don't really know, I guess. She's just Who knows? her shirt down. I mean, I guess you can, like, I don't know, depending on how sturdy of a bra you have mm-hmm. it, there's on. a lot a lot at play here to yeah. which we'll never know yeah um <laughs> and so mia the party ends everybody goes home mia is devastated here on page 100 she said my eyes have a haunted look to them because i am haunted haunted by the specter of the dream of a prom that i will now or that i know now will never be <laughs> so well, and she has like she's a little disappointed to, and like to expand on that too she has um <laughs> so dramatic i'm sorry and now i'm lying here a broken shell of a girl 15 years old and yet so much older in so many ways because i <laughs> i know i know now what it is like to see all of your hopes and dreams crushed beneath the soulless heel of despair Ugh, Mia, you didn't even want to go to prom at the beginning of this book mm-hmm. yeah like, she wasn't even thinking about you it. weren't you weren't thinking about that <laughs> yeah she's she's a lot so the next day, Helen comes in to talk to her about about the seven minutes in heaven thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, she keeps on calling it the wrong name, which I thought was yes. Closet. She calls it a number of incorrect names, <laughs> like six minutes in the closet or something. Yeah. Um, and then she, we find out that last year, I guess Helen was concerned that Mia was going to spend spend her Christmas money on a boob job, but she was actually going to spend it on Shania Twain CDs, which <laughs> yeah. I feel like are two very different price ranges. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, unless you're getting a really cheap boob job or a CD made of gold. (laughs) Yeah, breast augmentations are like $10,000. Yeah, I think they're really expensive. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I don't know, not help pay for them. Um, (laughs) right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was kind of, I think we already said this too. I think everything until Rocky is born can be blamed on pregnancy brain. Yeah. I mean, but she goes in 
to talk to Mia about sex, really. And I think she does a pretty good job of being, like, cool about it. She's like, I want to talk to you about it. Like, it's natural that you may be wanting to do these things. And Mia, of course, is like, I don't want to talk about this with you. And then there's a lovely instance here of Meg Cabot Edutainment. Helen says, for instance, are you and your friends aware that diseases like AIDS can be transmitted through oral sex as well? I'm so glad you brought this up because that is not true. That is what I wanted to say. I oh. looked it up on the C- the CDC. There, This is literally a quote from the CDC website. There is little to no risk of getting HIV from oral sex. Oh. Uh, transmission to occur, something very unusual would have to happen. Um, if somebody so would have I, to be, like, bleeding or something. Right? Yeah, you would have to have, like, a, yeah, like an open wound in your gum. Yeah. You would have to have an ejaculate in your mouth. Like, it would, a lot of stuff would have to happen. Um and I think Gross. this is more of an example of, like, early 2000s, like, yes. information to Well, better safe than sex. sorry. <laughs> of course. Better safe than sorry. Like, always use protection, especially right. when you're a teenager. Like, use a fucking condom if you need one, whatever kind of condoms, like, dental dam, etc. But I think this is very much an example of something that you would hear on, like, a seventh heaven. But where- that's what I'm saying. Like... She sneaks this Well, no, I mean, I mean that in a bad way because some oh. haven't normally said shit like, don't, like, I had sex once and then I had got AIDS and, like, I got, also got pregnant and now I'm addicted to crack. That's what happens if you have sex before you're married in the eyes of the Lord. That's, um, true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so, but this is, like. All right, never mind. <laughs> is very on it and says like very good positive things and right. i'm not saying this isn't a good positive thing like obviously stds stis are a very real thing yes. that can happen and you should be aware to avoid them but i don't think we should and also it's kind of um it's it's raising the stigma of like aids and like obviously having aids or hiv is not like something someone wants but don't be like you know you could get fucking aids yeah it's like right relax please and hiv is very manageable now yes um anyway so they have this talk and i think helen overall does a pretty good job about being cool about like you know we should talk about it if you're looking to experiment because she says her mom wouldn't talk to her about these things Mm -hmm. um and then mia talks about looking at her dad's play or tina's dad's playboys yeah Um, and she says really you can learn a lot from the playboy advisor from what kind of car stereo works best in a porsche boxer to how to tell if your husband is having an affair with his personal assistant which (laughs) it's kind of is playboy advisor like for women because why would there be an article isn't it for first straight men no, they typically. have sections for women it's pretty sexist interesting they do yeah <laughs> i have a story about this when okay. i was like nine i had a friend whose dad had hundreds of playboys under his side of the bed <laughs> like literally hundreds and she and i like took them out and looked at them and i was like what the like like there were so so many like i well it would i think okay this was the 90s so there wasn't i I think having playboys fine please have playboys yeah of course like look at pictures of whatever gender you would like to see naked as long as everyone's consenting and they're over 18 who cares but i think it's so weird to hide porn 
like well, that. I think they were just hidden from the kids. I, I like, mean, I guess. Because, I mean, I think the wife would know they were under there. It, but if you're going to have so that, many. it's a collection. It was, you know a, I mean? it was a collection. Like, it's a collection I mean, at that point. You might as well just, like, you might as well just own it. Yeah. And, like, I mean, your kids are going to know it's there. Kids get into everything. Yeah. Like, kids are, it's And not we any- did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. And so weird. <laughs> this is such a sidebar. You can cut this out if you want. I also remember one time being in these people's house, and I had, like, a headache or something, and the dad gave me ibuprofen with, like, nothing to drink, so I, like, bit down on it and chewed it. <laughs> and I, was, I, like, couldn't swallow it. That's awful. Why did it was, he give you they any were, water? I don't know. They what were strange jerk. people. He probably was dry swallowing pills left and right because he was like a 45-year-old guy with a motorcycle. Oh <laughs> and That's just hilarious. chewed on it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> it was really gross. Oh, I'll never forget that texture. Anyway, <laughs> you can cut that out. Um, so Mia is very <coughs> upset about prom, but she doesn't tell her mom that. Because, you know, why would she tell anyone about how she's actually feeling? That would be yeah. crazy, right? Well, especially not um, Michael, who is multiple times throughout the section. She says, well, he should just know. Right. And on, <laughs> on page 108, she says, Lily was right. The prom is just a stupid pagan dance ritual. Why do I even care? But she does. She yeah. cares a lot. But it's grunt. <clears throat> yeah, it's fine. It's fine to care. But you should tell people you care mm-hmm. if they're asking you what's wrong. Mm-hmm. It's good to be open and honest about your feelings. Grammaire knows that something's wrong. Mm -hmm. And she tells Grammaire because she and Grammaire had talked about it. She is honest with Grammaire about Michael thinks it's stupid. And Grammaire's like, oh, my fucking God, really? (laughs) (laughs) And she says that she's going to call Prince William to take her. And Mia's like, it doesn't work like that. Although I'm sure it would. I'm sure if they called the school and were like, Prince William would like like to attend your prom, they they would be be certain to allow him to. Yeah, I'm sure. but this is, I think, really the crux of this section here that we need to focus on. Grammaire suggests that Mia find the right incentive. Uh And it's not specified here what that incentive is. Grammaire just says, find an incentive. She doesn't give anything more specific in this section. Um, In this section she does? No, it's the next section where she's like, you have, she dives into it. We'll talk about it when we okay, get there. Okay. But in this section, she just kind of wraps up their phone conversation by saying, you have to find the right incentive. She says, incentive? What is Grandma talking about? What kind of incentive? Um, and she's like, of course, oh, I can't think of a single thing. Um, I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I well, it. I think we all can. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I got this when I was in high school. I'm sure I did it. I don't think I did. I'm sure. I don't think I did either. Like, even though she lays it out pretty thick in the next section, but we'll get to it. Yeah. Um, But I like in this section too, that, um, that Mia like says like, Michael says he doesn't want to go to prom because he thinks it's lame. And grandma's like, oh, he's one of those. (laughs) Yeah. That was really funny. (laughs) Not one of those. About uh, about Grimpair where she was like, she says the man simply had no understanding of romance, let let alone the public's need for pageantry. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) True. It's a great point. Which, and that explains Philippe a lot, I think too. Yes. Like how he's not a crazy person because clearly he did have a one parent at least who yes. was reasonable. Seems like Grumpair was pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, everybody's asking Mia about, um, she's getting a lot of emails about <clears throat> like oh, what happened at the party or 
What happened after the party? After the party. What's going on? Yeah. And this made me really sad. Boris emails her and is like, is Lily mad at me? I just want to know what I did wrong. And I'm like, bro, you should be mad at her. Like, I get it. He's a young kid and he's insecure and he's just kind of sweet. And he doesn't know to like stand up for himself here. Um, when he's clearly obsessed with uh, with Lily, like we yes. already know that we already know he's willing to do like anything for her. So yeah, it's 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 a really it's sad, very though. sad. Yeah. And Mia, Michael has no clue that Mia's upset about anything, which is a little weird. Um, yeah, but you know, whatever. Anyway, um, it comes out the next day in the or two days later, I guess. There's a citywide, citywide busboy strike, um, and there's, like, a news article from the Post or whatever, and Lily has this great quote. It's time for the mayor and everyone else in this city to wake up and smell the dirty dishwater. <laughs> and I <laughs> just thought, I thought they, that was a good this quote. This is where they say she's 14. Yeah, I'm looking. And oh, yeah. Helps. Strike supporter Lily Moskovitz, 14, who helped organize the impromptu march. Um, and so that's what lily's been up to and why she hasn't talked to mia um so they get in the in the limo to go to school and mia rightfully so is like you talk to boris yeah and lily's like no you just don't understand blah 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 the march on city hall was a magical experience and mia's calling her out is like you're this was fucked up and Lily just says, is looking out the window at the flowers and says, oh, look, spring has sprung. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, this is like an allusion to sexual awakening. Um, <laughs> because oh, I didn't even just think li- that, but I think it's you're right. just think, Lily yeah. being, and Lily knows that. That's, yeah. her, that's her point. Um, because she's like, you know, I've moved on to more grown up things. And this is her way of <sighs> yeah. saying that. It does make me, this section does, did make me very proud of Mia, though, because she yeah. is sticking up for, uh, not, she's not sticking up for herself, she's sticking up for Boris, which. Very much I mean, so, who she hates. Who she hates <laughs> for no reason whatsoever, yes. and she still does say rude things about him, mm-hmm. but she is sticking up for him, but, and is. I think it's, it's more than her sticking up, it's she, in her mind, is not sticking up for Boris, she is seeing some really toxic behavior, mm-hmm. and is like, what are you doing, this is not the person I know, which I think we do see a lot in, in our relationships as we get older, especially people we've known for a long time, like, people evolve and change, mm-hmm. and yeah, sometimes they do things where you're like, what are you doing? This is not the type of person I know you to be and like mm-hmm. what's going on. Or the type on. of person I want to be friends with. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So she, I, I agree. She does a yeah. good job standing up for, for Boris and really just telling, like kind of trying to put Lily in her place and Lily doesn't care. Yeah. Um, so then there's this lovely little s- scene where Shamika and Mia are passing notes and Shamika is like the 18th person to tell Mia you need to talk to him about it. <laughs> And she's like, no, <laughs> because why would you do that? Why would I ever tell someone who I'm yeah. dating how I feel? That's exactly. <laughs> and then, okay, but then everything falls apart at GNT. At first, the first entry in the journal in GNT is like, everything is really tense. <laughs> like, how is nobody else noticing this? I feel very uncomfortable here. And and then she says the thing about she's talking about Boris is like looking at 
Lily and she says, he is gazing at Lily with eyes that remind me of hotly blazing coals. I thought that was beautiful. (laughs) Beautifully beautifully said, Um, yeah. Yes. And then the next entry is from the nurse's office and it starts out with, oh my God, that was so dramatic. I can barely write. Seriously, I've never seen so much blood. Uh, And basically what happens is (laughs) (laughs) Boris picks up this giant globe, which is weird to me because at some point Mia says it's so heavy that it won't spin. Yeah. Which to me means it's like a hundred or more pounds. At least. Or like they couldn't, well, because they want to like, they want to get rid of it, but they just didn't because it was too heavy. So they were like, we'll just leave it. Maybe the base is really heavy as well. And so like that together is why they couldn't move it. I don't know. Probably. Well, he, (laughs) Boris picks it up and is like, he's clearly like completely in a manic episode. Yeah. He's, he's not in his right state of mind, clearly. Mm -hmm. And he picks up the globe and is like, if you don't take me back, I'm going to drop this on my head. Which, Which is, is psychotic behavior. Yes. yes very. Absolutely and, messed up. We're not condoning And it. before that happens, Lily's sort of sensitive a little bit. Boris is like, can we please go talk? And Lily's like, no, I'm sorry that this happened this way, but I've moved on. Like, she, I'm not saying she's actually nice about it, but she at least kind of... Gives him a little bit of lip service. (laughs) Yeah. Mia says that initially she's like, no, I don't want to talk to you. Like, I'm over. I'm not in love with you anymore. Like, you're welcome. I helped you achieve self-actualization. And then, like, the the short conversation they have just before he Mm -hmm. picked up the globe, she's like, actually, I think Lily was being actually sort of nice and, like, was speaking to him, like, in a not (laughs) shitty way, which was nice. Which shouldn't be the standard. Right. Exactly. Like, it's not, I don't, neither of them are, like, uh, I don't know. To be fair to Boris's toxic behavior right now, Lily has only been toxic to him oh totally so perhaps like he's thinking you know like i'm i would not be surprised if lily said some crazy shit to him like you could never fucking leave me like or something like that and like this so he is in turn being like well this is how we show love Mm -hmm. Um, yeah that's true i think yeah i think it's that coupled with he's like in a complete panic oh my god yeah and then lily makes it way worse by just being like See if I care if you drop it on your head. I don't care. Do it, which is awful. And I mean, obviously, you don't want to play into the, you don't want to enable the behavior, but you don't want to also like, yeah, make things worse. Like, she just, that's not the way to handle that. And so then the globe falls on his head, either on purpose or Mia thinks he might have been second guessing and going to put it down. Yeah. Right. Which I, think is a is possible i think that's legit Um, yeah i don't think boris has like i don't think boris is truly that and especially what we see future because i i had a i've forgotten but i'm i caught a glimpse of what's going to happen in the future no spoilers Mm -hmm. but from what we know of what boris comes to be i don't think this he was going to actually try to hurt himself like i I don't think so either yeah i think he just was completely in a panic but then whatever it doesn't matter it happened yeah and michael and mia rushed to his aid which and i think it's weird that lars ran out of the room to go get the teacher because i would think lars has training to like immediately react oh i was gonna say that makes sense because he was an adult 
Because if oh, I yeah, see, I would think he would be the one to like be lending first aid. Um, because maybe he's he a assessed. bodyguard. Maybe he assessed. He was maybe. like, they've got it. And so I need to go make sure they get help. <laughs> I think it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, cause I would think a, a, a student's first reaction would be to go get a teacher. Adult. Yeah. Um, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, Mia like rips her sweater off and puts it on his head and Michael is trying, they're trying to help him through it like because he's down, like yeah. about to pass out. He's bleeding from the head and head wounds, no matter, like even small ones will bleed a lot. Yeah. your brain's up there. Even if they're like superficial. Yeah. Well, and they're, <laughs> yeah. cause they're, yeah, there's not a lot of like whatever. Yes, yeah. Exactly. We're doctors. Um, yeah. But Boris just goes they take him to the nurse's office and his mom comes and picks him up. So it's not that big a deal. It's not like, um, yeah, he has up to be like rushed in stitches or something. Yeah. yeah. It's not that big a deal. And, uh, Mia is very proud of herself for her response to the situation. And she's like, <laughs> I could be a doctor. Um, what does she, she like, say? I didn't even want to faint at the sight of blood. <laughs> she says, like, to about her mom. She's like, my mom doesn't even need a midwife. She should just get me to deliver the baby. Yes. <laughs> Ugh, no thanks. Yeah. Um, and so later in the day, Tina and Mia are passing notes. And this is a fascinating conversation. She's like, did Boris really try to kill himself by stabbing himself in the chest <laughs> with a protractor? She says, of course not. He tried to kill himself by dropping a globe on his head. You know, very dramatic. Yes. Um, and this is an interesting thing because Tina 100% blames Lily. She's like, it's mm-hmm. totally Lily's fault. I don't think that's entirely fair because Boris made this really toxic choice. Yeah. Lily made it way worse, but you have to know that what Boris did was not a healthy behavior. Yeah. And, um, but, but Tina is like obsessed with it. She's like, this is the most romantic thing I've ever heard. And that's also toxic. Yes. (laughs) But we already know that Tina has a bit of a toxic relationship with relationships. That's a great way to put it. Totally. And then she starts talking about, he has really beautiful hands and Mia says, hands? Who cares about hands? Tina says, they're slightly important. Hello, they're what guys touch you with. Mia says, you're sick, Tina. Very sick. And I think this is this is what I was talking about, about Mia wanting to jump on Michael in yeah. the closet. <laughs> Same thing. She's like, ew, why are you talking about his hands? Yeah, I thought that was funny. Like, like ugh, she's like, Mia. what are you talking about? What, what, what would a man possibly, or what would a boy, what would a teenage boy possibly be doing with his hands? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can't think of a single thing. What would a teenage boy be doing with their hands in a sexual Who way not me. i don't think there's definitely not like total uh a series based on all the jokes you could make about Seriously. boys in their hands it's there's just... actually this comedian on this british show called the last leg which if you ever want to watch a really great panel show that's it and it has um people who are handicapable on it and um and one of them had like he had i can't remember what the condition he has is called but basically his hands when he was born he doesn't have um he had to have surgery to make fingers essentially mm, and he was talking about how that this surgery happened when he was like about 12 or 13 and the doctor was like yeah so we're gonna do it so that you have basically a thumb and like you know like a finger and a half or whatever and he like but it was going to be a little more complicated to do the thumb and he was like well, that's okay there's no real reason for me to have like the need to make a circle with my fingers <laughs> and the doctor like, he, he, like the doctor was like Bless. no we're gonna do this so i trust me <laughs> 
<laughs> just have faith. Just have faith. Oh, that that's you funny. You want to do that one day. That's uh, hilarious. I love Aww. it. Just yes. like Mia. She yes. doesn't understand. Yeah. Doesn't Mia understand. Oh, bless. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's an interesting dynamic here where Tina is like obviously very enthralled by Boris. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mia is. Mia's just, you know, I did a great job in that situation, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so anyway, after school, Mia goes to princess lessons and she's like, oh, Grammaire, trust her to burst my bubble. Grammaire's like, if you're still not going to prom, you haven't found the right incentive. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mia says, I beg your pardon, Grammaire, but I have done everything humanly possible to convince Michael to go to the prom. Short, of course, of actually explaining to him why it's so important to me to go. So, you know, you see here that she knows she hasn't freaking even talked to him about it. Yeah. <laughs> She's done nothing. Um, and Grammaire says, Michael wants what every man wants. <laughs> Which, of course, is sex or a handjob or something. Right, yeah. <laughs> Whatever like, the, like, 15 Some kind of sexual favor. Which I guess clearly. you could <laughs> Yeah, some, yes. She clearly means some sort of sexual act. <laughs> exactly. That's what she's talking he, about. And he, we don't know. Whatever. <laughs> and Meg has, Meg has done a great job setting the scene for me and not understanding yes. what she's talking about. And she, Mia's like, I guess he wants to play in his band. <laughs> and Grammaire, like, <laughs> chokes on her drink. Yes. And she's like, oh, my God, that's a great idea. And she's like, I'll get the band to play at prom. (laughs) Honestly, to be fair, it's not a bad idea. No, that's actually a really good idea. (laughs) But it's not what Grammar was talking about. Um, Um, Yeah, well, and she she says, like, Grammar, you're a genius. And Grammar, she's like, Grammar was slurping up the last of the ice in her sidecar, which we already know Grammar does not like chewing on ice so clearly mm-hmm. she is like oh my god this fucking idiot <laughs> yeah <laughs> she said, i don't have the slightest idea what you're talking about amelia um and like clearly it's just so great to see that interaction of like grandmare clearly telling her 15 year old granddaughter to fuck her boyfriend <laughs> what she wants and um yes. and her granddaughter not getting it and grandma mm-hmm. just being like jesus christ what yeah. is the point of this she's never well, gonna gr- be the monarch <laughs> grandmare is obviously quite a sexual lady oh my goodness (laughs) and there's more of that in later books um i think this is just hilarious this whole this whole thing is so funny um but then mia like reverts back to talking about the busboy thing and Corbeir says, you ungrateful little chit. I solve all your problems and this is the thanks you show me. I love that I that's so funny. much. I love that. She's yeah. great. It's fantastic. Um, but anyway, so Mia thinks Grammaire has come up with this great plan. And so she goes <laughs> to look to see who's head of the prom committee. And it's Lana. Yikes. And I think that's weird because she's a freshman. But anyway, it, but don't it they, serves they the plot. They say that, though. They say but, that it's... Um, that because like what we were talking about earlier how it's the freshman sophomore juniors who are i know i just would think a junior would yeah do it. I, I agree yeah but this is this is how you get the plot because i feel like Lana she doesn't would want to i feel ascertain. like she's such a bully like she's such a mean girl she's like no i'm in charge yeah, yeah. exactly but, like yeah and she will not acquiesce to mia's request <laughs> yes. um so anyway so she's worried about that roadblock um 
Boris messages Mia uh, and is like, I'm really sorry. Thank you for your help. I know I was being crazy. So I guess he's had a little bit of like a come to Jesus with himself. Yeah. And um, he says, Lily is like a wild Mustang born to run free. I see that no man can ever hope to tame her. And then <laughs> Mia says, poor Boris. Imagine thinking of Lily as a wild Mustang. Wild mushroom, maybe. <laughs> that one too that's such a burn such a burn um but at least boris is kind of like all right that was fucking crazy i need to like get it together and move on a little bit so that's good and then lily messages me uh clearly gives zero fucks about what happened yeah says, wasn't that crazy that happened with boris i had no idea he was such a psycho and mia again calls her out and he's like what the fuck is wrong with you like, he could have um, been seriously hurt. Like, we're so lucky that he wasn't hurt. And, like, you're just being an asshole right now. And, like, yes. the reason, I mean, you cannot, you're not in control of other people's actions, especially toxic ones. However, she, like, I mean, what, like, mm-hmm. he had a mental break because of her, basically. Yes, very much so. And and Mia says, like, you fucking met Jangbu three days ago and you were dating Boris for eight months. Like, show a little respect. Yeah. And then Lily says, that does not mean I need to be held hostage to my old relationship by the juvenile theatrics of a self-delusional narcissist like Boris. I did not make him pick up that globe and drop it on his head. He made that choice all on his own. And I would think you, as a faithful viewer of the Lifetime Movie Channel for Women, would recognize manipulative behavior like Boris's as classic stalker stuff. And okay, she didn't make him pick up the globe, but she also totally was like, do it. See my hair. Yeah. Well, in, like, all of the action, in, like, I mean, so I'm, like, a broken record over here, but, like, all of the actions leading up to that, like, their entire relationship, Lily, has been super toxic. Yeah. She let Boris believe that she was cheating on him with Honk. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like she fully allowed that to happen and, like, was reveling in the attention she was mm-hmm. getting and, like, it's- she loves to manipulate people. Mm-hmm. She, like, gets off on it and it's gross and it's yeah. shitty and Lily tells, Lily calls Mia not intellectual, which is really mean. It's really rude. Uh, and then <laughs> Mia is like, Lily is no longer my best friend. And she says, maybe I'll just ask Tina if she'll be my best friend. Tina should be your best friend. You're Tina right. is awesome. Lily sucks. And yes. this is a theme throughout the book. She always refers to Lily as her best friend. And I'm like, that should be Tina. Yeah. Like, fuck, you're Tina's well, best friend. Like, yeah. And like <laughs> the person who is actually listens to you and is nice to you and like allows you to monologue about how hard your life is, even though you're just like a rich <laughs> exactly. white girl on the upper or well, she's not on the upper east side. She lives in, in Soho. Yeah, she's in Soho. But still, Somewhere. she lives in a very nice apartment. Yeah, and she's a fucking for. princess. Yeah, like, <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. Yes. And Tina completely is always very sympathetic to her, whether yeah. or not it's deserved. I love Tina. Team yes. Tina forever. Absolutely. I want Tina to be my best friend. Jordan, Me you're too. not my best friend anymore. Fuck <laughs> you. Tina, be our best friend. <laughs> we don't love each other anymore. We only love <laughs> Tina. <laughs> We should make Tina teach. I heart Tina. Um, Anyway, so Michael IMs Mia and is like, I'm sorry. I have one tiny little thing about that. She calls Mia POG. And Mia's like, she calls me, it's POG stands for Princess of Genovia. And Mm -hmm. she's like, I don't like that that she like calls me that. And I told her that and she keeps calling me that. And I, you know this, I don't like nicknames. 
or of my name. My name has a very, Franny. yeah, it's a very nicknameable Fran. name. Yeah. And I, a couple people call me variations of that, but most of them are related to me, but that there was a girl I was friends with who like refused to call me. I like had told her multiple times. I was like, I don't like nicknames, like just call me. Yeah. And so I very much, cause it's such a simple thing for people to do. Or to mm-hmm. not do. To not, yeah. Yeah, like, especially if it's just, like, it's stupid, but it's, like, I don't like that, so would you not do it? It's so easy to, Yeah, it's respecting like, respect- what people want to be called. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that Lily's just, like, haha, hey, P.O.G., hey, Pog, like, how's it mm-hmm. going? And she just doesn't give a shit, and it's just another instance of her being an asshole. Yeah. I don't really have, a girl I used to work with called me JoJo, which I didn't mind, because I really <laughs> liked her. That's cute. Um, and Reed, uh, my husband calls me J-Stacks. <laughs> those are my only nicknames <laughs> um oh no my friend nick calls me j papes uh but i don't have any nicknames some people call me jordy i guess every now and again do you have any other nicknames you want to talk about no. do y'all want a podcast about nicknames <laughs> this is not a podcast because <laughs> i feel like we could do that though i feel like some nicknames are um, some names are very nicknameable and <laughs> some are not um if we feel like everybody has like 800 nicknames for their dogs yeah anyway that's reasonable though okay that sorry is reasonable. so uh so you were saying michael uh michael i am mia and he's like are you mad at me in you know because you didn't really talk to me at school and blah 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 but then he immediately like messages her again and backpedals and it was like i know you'd tell me if you were mad at me never mind he's like that's the kind of girl you are and she's like yeah. mm darn <laughs> she says oh michael my sweet protector why won't you take me to your prom <laughs> oh this is so interesting we have to talk about this on page 158 they see what they think yes. is the guy who hates it when they put corn in the chili buying prom tickets yeah and michael says sucker um to himself uh-huh. um but as we find out later, that's not what's happening here. <laughs> but that's what they think is happening. Oh, um, I don't remember that. Okay. Because the guy who hates it when they put, put corn in the chili is not a senior, even though they think he right. is. Right. He can't. Right. Yeah. No. Isn't he? Is he their age or is he? Yeah, he's there. Actually, I think there's an inconsistency in this Ooh. because I think at one point they say he's a year ahead of me. I thought so too. Yeah. But then he graduates with them. So. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Held back. We don't know. Just get. Well, we do know, but (laughs) okay. I think it's just an inconsistency. I don't remember this part. I or I don't know what's happening. So I'm excited to find out. And yeah, she she mentions it in I think it's book seven. Uh, And she says, (sighs) even the guy who hates it when they put corn in the chili is going to prom. Everyone in the whole world is going to prom except for me. (laughs) So drama. Um, but anyway. Something very actually kind of serious happens, and Helen is rushed to the hospital. Uh, She faints in the grocery store, and thankfully, the, like, firefighters were doing their grocery shopping (laughs) there. (laughs) Which is so funny. And great luck. Yes, great luck. And her, Mia's phone rings in the middle of class, and she doesn't think it's her phone, because she's not used to hearing it ring, so she looks around like... (laughs) fucking fun is that i had that happen to me once (laughs) oh really yeah it was when i was i was going to go see um i was at the movies with like a huge group of people um and i was 13 i just gotten my phone 
for Christmas and mm -hmm. it went off. We were going to see Tristan and Azul and, <laughs> um, and my phone went off super loud. And I was like, literally I was being such an, I was like, who the phone is going off? Like who, who is like looking both ways and I was like, oh, down the aisle and I was like, who is going like, why would not you just fucking answer your phone? Answer your phone. Whoever's doing that. You're being so rude. And then so like rude. my friends were like, that's, that's your phone. And I was like, That's oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's really embarrassing. Um, so then, of course, she panics and um, runs out of the room. They run by Mr. G's room and is like, hospital, let's go. Um, and of course, he is terrified. Thank uh, goodness, and though, she remembered to get Mr. G because I. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like at some point they would have called him. Like, it, well, it ended up not yeah. being too big a deal like she was just right. dehydrated and of course Mia's like was she not drinking her eight glasses of water a day <laughs> and uh the the general manager of this grocery store was running around yelling dead woman on aisle four <laughs> which is um, not helpful not helpful all. but very funny yes very um, funny and of course they get to the hospital and Mia is like making it all about herself <laughs> and yeah. being super dramatic super unhelpful and Lars is such a boss here. He's like, let's go get your mom a smoothie. Mm -hmm. That'd be so helpful. And Mia's like, oh, so. yes. <laughs> she needs, and, like, she needs whatever, the boosters. <laughs> yeah, and Helen is like, thank you to Lars. And Mia's like, but uh, she was looking at Lars when she said that and not me. And I don't know yeah. why. And it's obviously <laughs> because Mr. Jean Helen needed a moment. Yes. Mia was just like, <laughs> you know just being a fucking pain in the ass um so yeah look good props to lars for that um and michael shows kind up. of a dick to the nurse though because she calls yeah. her mrs thermopolis and she's <laughs> like it's miss and it's like yeah oh, it's helen you're in the fucking hospital like yes. just let them take care of you please <laughs> yeah and mia's like well if she's okay why is she hooked up to all this stuff and it's like those are fluids you walnut yeah, <laughs> like it's like what you do yeah if someone's dehydrated you give them like an iv like calm the fuck down obviously she wouldn't make a very good doctor no, she <laughs> she's not. very dramatic um anyway so michael shows up at the hospital and it turns out he called philippe to find out what happened very bold. Mm, mm -hmm. Love it. I love that energy. Yes. Very supportive. Yeah. Um, and this is weird. They're sitting in the waiting room of the ER. They are not allowed to go back in because there's, who knows if this is it's true. Like there's one visitor at a time. One role. visitor limit. Um, I would be shocked be if they would probably just like, please just like make, we can't handle this energy yeah, right now. Like, she needs to go out there and calm down. <laughs> yeah. But they're watching TV and there's a news story about segregated proms. Yes. Do you Which, have info on that? I, I like you did. Well, okay. <laughs> the, the only, I have seen a news story like this before, like around prom season. Um, but Weird. the one that I saw was happening in, it was either Alabama or Louisiana. Ugh. And it had been happening. Well, I was like, well, that fucking tracks. It's the deep south. Yeah. Like, un unfortunately, it tracks. Right. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. And I can't remember if it was Alabama or Louisiana. I can't remember which one. And it was like, it was, it was a really weird story 
for multiple multiple reasons like obviously they were talking about it because there were certain there were kids who were like yeah this is fucked up like yeah. we shouldn't have two pro- well, and like and the reason it was so fucked up too was because it was like the 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 white prom was better and it was like oh like, like they had more like like good stuff like good basically good yeah food. yeah Oh, that's yeah. awful. Yeah, yeah. I was just shocked to read this in like the year 2004. There was a segregated prom. Well, the like, one that what? I saw was only a couple years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's so, shocking. I know. It's yeah, which I mean, obviously, that's awful. anyone not listening in America, you know, we sometimes like it's Americans tend to be racist. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's still a lot of work to do, obviously. Yeah, no and, kidding. Yeah, That's so awful. unfortunately, yeah, I don't know if, um, I don't know. Obviously, I haven't been to prom in a very long time, so I don't know. I if still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went when I worked at a school a yeah. few times. Yeah. So and it was I, not segregated. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's awful, obviously, and yeah, still have a lot of work to do as a country. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So. Um, but anyway, Mia, of course, selfishly, instead of, you know, contributing to this social narrative, uses it as a ploy to try to get Michael to ask her to the prom again. Mm-hmm. She's like, does that not look fun? And Michael's like, no. Yeah, it doesn't and she's like, there's no situation where you'd want to go. And he's like, maybe if the guys from my band were going. And so that kind of lends to Mia's idea mm-hmm. of like, what if I can get the band to play? But he's still obviously very anti, doesn't want to go. Um, and that's where we wrap up. Yeah, I think at this point, too, like, I just, I, I kind of just want Mia to accept it, and I want her to be like, Mm -hmm. well, all right, well, then maybe we can, we can go bowling, or, or like he said, he want he was like, I'll take you dancing, I would love to take you dancing, that would be really fun. Like, he gives her other options. Well, two, two things here. I agree. I think once someone has said no to something this much, you need to let it go. but also she hasn't told him that it matters to her oh exactly yeah he keeps bringing it up in like a nonchalant way and like so if you really want a straight answer you need to be honest about it about how you feel about it and she hasn't done that which like to be fair like we will always say this she's 15 she's she's not not as emotionally aware (laughs) yeah or capable I guess we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see what happens we'll see we'll have to see if Mia gives the right uh, incentives. Yes, <laughs> uh, indeed. We'll see if she finds the right incentive. I have a couple of favorite lines I did not read that I would Thank like you. to quickly Go read. Ahead, um, she's talking about Boris losing everyone at the march, <laughs> and she says. The, the, he stopped to eat, and she's like, well, Boris, you're, the point of a march is to, like, march, to keep walking. And she says, Boris seemed kind of surprised to hear this, which I guess is not surprising since he is from Russia, where marching of any kind was outlawed for many years, except for marches for the glorification of Lenin or whatever, <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> oh, um, then there's a quote about she's annoyed that Helen comes into her room really early on Sunday, and she says... Why can't they go quietly to church to hear the word of the Lord like normal parents <laughs> and leave me to wallow in my own grief? <laughs> That's what my That'll parents did. Well, and me for until I was 18 and I said I would no longer be attending church. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, my I didn't go to church much as a child. Um, also, she has to do a report on a disease and she gets or 
a disease or disorder, I guess, because Asperger's syndrome is not a disease. <laughs> um, she says, oh yeah, she says, plus when I, we drew disorders, I got Asperger's syndrome. Why couldn't I have gotten a cool disease like Ebola? I and wrote that one too. <laughs> that's kind of topical because as you probably know, we did have an Ebola outbreak a few years ago. Yeah. Um, and I can guarantee you if she had drawn Ebola, she would have been like, why couldn't I have gotten something cool like Asperger's? For real? Because she hates everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's the worst. Quotes that I didn't read. Um, she's the worst. The only ones I have are, um, she's talking about her neighbor, Virgil. Like, and clearly he must have some sort of, like, just mental disorder or something because she's talking about how he spies on the neighbors um because he thinks they're aliens and she says the people across the way don't look like aliens to me but they are german so you can see why uh Verl might have might have made such a mistake <laughs> yes that's a great um, quote. and uh when she's talking about how helen thought she was going to get a boob job with her christmas money she says like you don't I don't she's talking about like body standards across the world and she's like because Nigerian women are just as beautiful as women from LA or Manhattan may just maybe in different ways which of course Meg Habit good on you for saying everyone's beautiful that whole part about the boob job there is some good stuff about like it's sad that women from different cultures think they need to to look more American or more western or whatever um I think that 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 was good that she put that in there because women from different cultures should look how they want to. They shouldn't feel like they need to look like Americans. Most Americans are gross. (laughs) We shouldn't be envied. (laughs) The last Um, one I had was about, uh, her dad called, Philippe calls her about the party and she says, well, lying to my dad is easier than lying to my mom because my dad having never been, or never having been a young girl doesn't know the kind of capacity young girls have to tell terrific terrific whoppers. Yes. I that, was funny. that was funny. And she says her nostrils were probably flaring like crazy when she <laughs> yeah. told her dad the party went great. Yeah. Well, that was good, all I had. good stuff. Good stuff yeah. in this section. It was cute. It was fun. Um, so fun. Do you hear that? I do. My mom's cooking, but I think that might be. I think that might, it might be a different, I think that might be the pop culture machine. popcorn? <laughs> it might be popcorn. <laughs> She's making Brussels sprouts. She's smelling up the house. I don't um, like Brussels sprouts. I like them. I think I'm in the minority. No, I like them, but the mm. way they smell yeah, they bad stink. when they're cooked. Like yeah. broccoli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, all right. So our pop culture section actually is not, um, not excessive. Uh, she talks about the movie Get Over It, which, have you ever seen this? No, but I know what it is. Yeah. Okay. So it's it's um it's in the early two thousands or like late nineties, early two thousands. There was an abundance of teen movies made that were based on Shakespearean or that were based on Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a trend. Yeah. Um. So get over it is basically a take on Midsummer or Midsummer's Nice Dream. Night. Oh, I was in that in high school. I know. I was gonna say that. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I did. No, I'm glad you did. That was. <laughs> um, so yes, you were very familiar with name. it. Um, I was one of the lovers. Oh. I feel like my name was like 
Olivia Lola or something. Oh, no, Olivia's yeah, yeah. in Twelfth Night. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're but that is who I was in Twelfth Night. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know you were in Twelfth Night. That's so funny. Yeah, um, yeah, that was so eighth grade. It's a really fun movie though. Mila Kunis is in it, and like Kirsten Dunst and Colin Hanks. Um, yes, I need to watch that. It sounds yeah, like a fun watch. It's, it is. It's really fun. It's a fun. Wait, movie. Colin Hanks is in it. Uh huh. We love him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. I know, right? I I feel like people don't appreciate him like they should. No, I agree. He's hilarious. If y'all would like a podcast about Colin Hanks, let us know. Um, he's also on season <laughs> six of Dexter, which is really good. Nasty. Here's what I think they should do. Okay. I think they make, need to make Deb his new Harry. Like, you know how Harry is always, like, with him, his dark passenger, like, in yes. his mind, his dad? That yes. should be Deb in the new season. That's what I think they should do. Because oh. you know she's dead. Yeah. Okay. That's I think they should do it. I can, anyway. I can, I can handle that. Um, I think okay. Be cool. Sorry. So <laughs> they also talk about the Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's. Uh, they're a 2000s uh, rock group. They're still like sort of prominent. Um, they're from New York, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that was very good. So that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Sorry. goodness. Um, Sahara Hot Nights um, is a Swedish <laughs> rock band. <laughs> they were formed in 1992 mm-hmm. in uh, Sweden. <laughs> um, the Donnas. Do you know who the Donnas oh, yeah. are? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Okay. People? So they 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 fought they formed in 1992 um their like biggest hit or like most like probably radio played hit was uh Get Rid of the Girl and they were in Drive Me Crazy. I love that movie. Yeah, they were the band. <laughs> Wait, the ki- they're remember how the kid, oh. the friend of um Adrian Grenier or whatever his name is, was like obsessed mm-hmm. with du- what he was. Yeah, and then um Sabrina, oh, like the weird old girl. No, his oh, like you're nerd- about a guy friend. Yeah, a guy friend. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and yes, then yes, yes, yes. Sabrina the Teenage Witch got them to play a prom. Which, like, and he was, like, right. so excited. Yeah. That's um, a weird movie. Oh, my God. It's, it's so a good one, weird. Though. It's so good. It, please I, do. I love that movie. I still remember the movie. I haven't watched like, that in a long time. I might watch that today. It's like, look at the sheep, and he goes, bat. <laughs> and I don't know why. Yeah. Yes, I that too. <laughs> They're talking about, like, the sheeple. Yeah. <laughs> and his, um, like, girlfriend is, is really mean and scary. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Allie Larder, isn't that Yes. Is? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then they talk about Playboy. It came out in 1953. Hugh Hefner was the, um, what's the founder, founder, creator. Um, mm-hmm. They talk about Lance Armstrong, uh, who from 1999 to 2001 won seven Tour de France's and then had them taken away. Uh, <laughs> I don't think from 99 to 01 he won seven Tour de France's. I said 2005. Oh, I thought you said 2001. I was like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> um, um, oh, he had them. He had them all taken away. I know. I thought it was only a couple. I didn't know he, that. I don't know for what. what? Are you serious? Yeah, for for like to uh, the um, for drug for enhancement. Right. Drugs. I started yeah. to say testosterone. <laughs> um, interesting. I, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, Maybe I did. I don't know. When he was such a dickhead, everyone was like, "I'm sure all the other cyclists were like." Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I'm on Cheryl Crow's side and all that. <laughs> I feel really awkward right now. <laughs> I know, right? It's a quote from The Office. Um, I don't have a side. Um, 
and then okay so in when everyone's emailing and like i aming uh mia after the party i this isn't totally pop culture but it they use a text speak and i want to see if you know what it is because i had to look it up because oh, i'm okay. dumb it was it's w backslash b w backslash what b like a like oh, this b. i don't know not but like not b e just b it's the letter yeah yeah uh it's huh. text speak for right back Oh, oh, I <laughs> think I, okay. I circled In the audio book, like, she says WB, and I think I've, I think I, like, deduced that. Interesting. Wait, I, I had never a, wrote that. Yeah, um, I was just kidding. Yeah, I hadn't either. Um, Century 21 is a department store, which I knew about the real. I thought it was, like, a, yeah, it's, real estate or taxes or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I thought it was real estate or whatever. It, I did it. I thought it was, like, another type of establishment, but it's spelled different. Yeah. It's I thought like, so too. I thought it was like financial advisors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a department store, but it's like Century 21 and it's 21 is spelled out. And then that for the other one, mm. 21 is like the number. The number. Yeah. Huh. Um, she talks about Atlas, uh, which is the Titan that was condemned to hold the sky for all eternity. Um, yeah. Like Boris. Yes. Holds up the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, she compares <laughs> him to Atlas. Right. He-Man. Which is, uh, the show came out in 1983. <laughs> He's the one that goes, by the power of Grayskull! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but oh, I like your rendition oh of it. Thank you. And then The Rock. She talks about it. And then she, yeah, she compares them to Atlas, He-Man, and The Rock. Um, and then she says Harry Potter 2, which I thought was weird. Right, Harry Potter 2. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's a weird way to put it. She yeah. brings him up again. She's At some point, she talks about him getting hot. Maybe we've already passed that. I don't think so. No, because he gets hot in the third one. Everyone knows that. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, True. <laughs> <laughs> um, zone diet is <laughs> the low-carb diet created by Barry Spears, which has not has been like... Ever, it's like everyone says it's not right like no doctors have ever said it's like good um like keto right now mm-hmm. really shouldn't do that yeah like what give you energy yeah i mean uh, if you're on a keto diet good for you that looks hard as fuck but i don't think it's like what that's not I, I mean i think there's always fad diets like yeah there's they just always will exist but really the best diet is like following the food pyramid yeah <laughs> and like appropriate portion that. sizing yeah have a balanced diet. Yeah. Um, the doctor, t- um, actually, when- sorry, just a sidebar. I'm pretty sure keto was invented for like diabetic children. Oh, so really? it has value. Yeah. It's okay. So it has specific value. So if you're diabetic, <laughs> yeah. then maybe something else. <laughs> I'm um, not telling you how to live your life. I'm just yeah. saying carbs are important in some capacity. <laughs> um, so Mia compares herself and Michael to Dr. Karav and the Kovac. Kovac. Sorry, who's Dr. Karav? <laughs> Why is that not such it. authority? <laughs> Dr. Kovac, um, I believe. Dr. Kovac and um, one of the nurses from ER, who I didn't, I didn't write down because we've already talked about ER. Um, yeah. And then Lily says, like oh yeah i guess y'all were like yeah y'all were like uh like dr mccoy and like another nurse from star trek but um and she was like i'm sure you would have rather i said blah 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 Mm -hmm. and it was just like shut up dr kovac and nurse abby she's such a bitch um uh, yeah like that was bitchy and didn't need to be added yeah 
like, oh, like I'm so much more like niche than you. Yeah. I'm talking about the original Star Trek. But anyway, it's not, it's Bones. Uh, Dr. Which, McCoy like, and Nurse Chapel. Yeah. Dr. McCoy is, um, is Bones, uh, oh. which I, I don't know. I've, if you watch, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it's I Bones. Sorry, um, I believe you. <laughs> Um, so she talks like she has a list of movie adaptations. Oh yeah, where books. it's like um, learning uh, about things yeah. I have learned about writing from the movies. Right. Yeah. Um, so she talks about Aspen Extreme, which came out in '93. Wonder Boys came out in 2000. Um, we've already heard about Little Women and Moulin Rouge. Um, mm-hmm. The Bell Jar came out in '79. That's a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's books. Most of these are books. I oh. think all of these are books that became movies. I thought they were movies about writing books. <laughs> or it's writing. About, I think it's both. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little Women is about writing. Right. It's yeah, about, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, huh. yeah. Well, okay. I guess Moulin Rouge <laughs> might not be. Well, I guess, no, Moulin Rouge is a play. Yeah. And he's writing. And he's writing a play yeah. in the play. Yeah. Anyway. Um, adaptation. Uh, have you ever seen this? Mm-mm. Oh, I had to watch it in college for a film class, and I hated it because I don't really like Nicolas Cage. Um, but it's it's a fu- I don't know. It's I don't know. It's fine. It's actually a lot of people really like it. <laughs> I've never um, heard of it. Yeah, uh, isn't she great? It's a uh, Bette Midler, so obviously mm-hmm. it's fucking great. Um, and then they talk about Mash. the sh- The movie came out in yeah. 1970, and the show started in 1972. And I love that show so much i used to watch it with my granddad all the time <laughs> i did not know there was a movie <laughs> and that oh, it was yeah, based it on out, a movie yeah no it came out in 1970 interesting yeah. um but yeah it's one of the best shows ever made if you ever i mean there are some things that now would probably be considered problematic but, probably you know anything from before like this year is gonna have content that is problematic probably. yes yeah um but yeah watch it it's great we love it and that was it that was all the pop culture that's like yeah. a decent amount. Not the heftiest, to, but not the lightest. Compared to the other one, it like it wasn't even a full page for me. Oh, okay. I have a cu- just a couple of social norms. Um, yeah. When when Mia is talking about not wanting to play seven minutes and having because they're nerds, Tina's like, well, how do you think little nerds get made? And <laughs> Mia says, little nerds get made in the privacy of their own homes after nerds marry. <laughs> and that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just like a David thing to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, Grand calls Lifetime the Lifetime channel for stay-at-home mothers. And uh, then on page 116, Mia makes a great point. Um, she's, I think it's right when Michael has IM'd her. Or no, I don't know when it is. Doesn't matter. She says, "I would also hazard a guess from the unconcerned tone of that email that the doctors Moskovitz have not been paying visits to Michael's room, telling him about birth control and the richness of the human sexual experience." Oh no, that kind of thing always ends up being the girl's problem, even if your boyfriend, like mine, is a staunch supporter of women's rights. I guess this is right after she he's emailed her and Helen has had this like sex talk with her. Yeah. Um, she's talking about how nobody's talking to Michael about paying seven minutes in heaven which is true yeah double standards we don't like it i only wrote i wrote about like the separate proms but like obviously that's yes clearly not outdated because i watched a thing about it a couple years ago um and then that's crazy yeah and i put like the aids hiv misinformation too which like great um and also i don't know the way she's talking well asperger's now we 
Asperger's is part of the autism spectrum, which is what yeah, we refer to Yeah, she does talk now. about Asperger's in a kind of derogatory way. Yeah, and we don't, um, or whatever. Like, it's, now we just say it on the spectrum. And, like, yeah. like, whatever. I don't, it's not derogatory. I don't think to say someone has Asperger's. Like, I think that's fine. But the way she is talking about it is a bit Right, rude. yes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, <laughs> if, if you have Asperger's, like, it's not a shameful thing. Like, yeah, if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Greta yeah. Therm... Thunberg? Is that how you say it? Thunderberg? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I feel bad. I know who you're talking about, though. Yes. uh, (laughs) Yeah, she has Asperger's, and she's talked about it a lot, and she's like, no, I love it, because it's made it so that I know how to think outside the box. It's like, it's, she calls it, like, her superpower, maybe? I might be making that up. I need to watch that documentary about her. She's badass. I'll never be as successful as that 16-year-old. That is true, nor will I. (laughs) Um, Okay, so... They love you. Biggest bully... We have to talk about, I mean, it's, there's never, I've never been more sure <laughs> in a section. <laughs> you got so serious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never been more, uh, like, certain of my choice. Obviously, it is Lily. <laughs> yes, it's Lily. <laughs> How could it not be? We I mean, wrote it the same, too. All like, caps. All caps. Caps. All caps. Every everything she does in this section is awful. She's just awful. She I sucks. I mean, we yeah. talked about it a lot in plot thoughts. Like she's awful yeah I'm I feel I don't feel bad now about like now I know exactly why like I'm not I'm not gonna get over it like she's an asshole and I mean she's awful yeah and it's not really better she's not learning she's yeah sorry we don't have to go on and on about it no no, no. like I I agree you're right she's not learning that's a great point everything she she gaslights everybody who calls her out she she enables herself by like rationalizing everything she does as like mm-hmm. genius behavior. She's awful. Mm-hmm. Lily, you a bitch. You a bitch. But anyway. of course, we cannot talk about. You can't talk about bullying without, without talking about the rules. So Boris Polkowski. That was very appropriate. That was very appropriate. <laughs> a really long one because this one's long. It is very long. I'm going to rush through it. Okay. Page 86. A surprising amount of orange powder got trapped between the spokes of his bionator. It was oddly fascinating to watch in a completely gross way. Uh, on page 89. Let's see. Uh, in fact, he was way better looking than poor Boris. Well, I hate to admit it, but who isn't? That's in reference to Jangbu. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, page 89. Boris is one of Michael's friends and a mouth breather besides. I mean, you're not going to get too upset over your little sister going out with a mouth breathing violinist. <laughs> page 97. Boris Pelkowski, mouth breather and sweater tucker inner. Um, that's not that mean. Yeah. And then we skip ahead to page 116. Uh, I can't really blame Lily for liking Jangbu more than Boris. I mean, come on, the guy is hot, and Boris is so not. not. <laughs> 127. Uh, considering that this is where Boris Polkowski is supposed to practice his violin, usually with so much vigor that we are forced to lock him in the supply closet so that we are not maddened by the incessant scraping of his bow. <laughs> Devaluing his art. I don't know what Lily means about Boris having reached self-actualization. I mean, it isn't like he's gotten rid of his bionator or anything, and he's still taking his sweater into his pants, except when I remind him not to. He is probably the least self-actualized person I know, with the exception of myself, of course. And I don't think that's fair, because she's basing it on very, very shallow materialistic things, like having a bionator and tucking your sweater in. 
but we've determined she's a shallow bitch sometimes. I mean, yes, um, that's her thing. <laughs> page one thirty one. So there was Boris, hypoglycemic, asthmatic, septally deviated, and allergy prone Boris, holding this big heavy globe over his head as if he were Atlas or He Man or the Rock or somebody. <laughs> There's that. Let's see. Last two. Page one fifty. Wasn't that wild about Boris this afternoon? I have to say, it gave me quite a scare. I had no idea he was such a psycho. Then again, he is a musician. I should have known. That one from Lily. And then there's also the quote on 151 where, where Lily says, I don't need to be held hostage by my old, to my old relationship by ju juvenile theatrics of a self-delusional narcissist like Boris. That's all of them, so I think. Rude. Fuck you, Lily. I might have missed I mean, a few because this is a Boris-heavy section. Yeah. He <laughs> <laughs> granted me I said most of the rude things but I'm more upset about Lily saying that one last yes. rude thing yes for sure <laughs> alright so do we want to do our loser and our winner yes I um I had some trouble with this so I initially was thinking I was gonna name Lily as the loser but it really is uh, it's really it is Boris when you look at it in terms of like the things that happen to them yeah. like definitely boris i mean his girlfriend takes another guy into the closet he yeah. drops a globe on his head like this i mean lily makes all her own choices and in her mind she's coming out on top here yeah. like she's got this hot new boyfriend she's leading this busboy strike i definitely think boris is the loser sadly yeah. Yeah, it was, like, my first go-through, like, I always will just, like, do, like, a quick, like, this is my initial first thoughts. Dub, Lily was mm -hmm. the loser. was the bully. Um, and then I wrote, mm -hmm. I wrote Lily as the loser, and then I crossed it out and wrote Boris, because I was like, nah, yeah, it's, <sighs> he has all this shitty shit happening. Yeah, like, sadly, it is him, I yeah. think. Yeah. Sorry, okay, winner. I... I chose Jangbu, I think, <laughs> because, um, I mean, he's on the up and up. He has the entire busboy union of New York City rallied behind him. He touched Lily's boobs. Um, <laughs> he, I mean, in his mind, he probably doesn't even know Lily has a boyfriend, you know? He's just yeah. hanging out with this cool chick who's, like, helping him gain all this notoriety. So that's, I think it's Jang Boo. <laughs> yeah, I can agree with that. I didn't even write anyone because I was like, I don't know. I really had no yeah. thoughts about a win. Because, like, I, I was just like, I don't know. Like, obviously, it's not Mia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. No. Um, <laughs> it's really not anybody. But I, I, yeah. I, I, I like my argument for Jang Boo, honestly. Yeah, like, absolutely. Touching He's moving up in the world. So, yeah. Yes. Like, it anytime you get to touch a boob, you're a winner. So, yeah. Yeah. Congrats, Jane. Don't forget to do self-exams, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Francis, you can speak to that. Yeah. Did we already talk about that? Yeah, we have. I've talked about that. Oh, no. Did we? Yeah, we talked about it randomly. But okay. yeah, don't forget to self-exam. That's how I found out I had a tumor and I had it. I think we did. Yeah. 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 It was very scary. Yeah. That was actually... <laughs> I made right, my mom Jane, laugh really hard when I was... <laughs> because she... Well, it was in my right boob and she <laughs> on the on the paper in the doctor's office they were like where is the they called it whatever like the medical term for tumor was it's not a tumor um and it was like on the paper I wrote like right breast and then in parentheses I put your left and she thought that was like the funniest thing she ever heard. that's hilarious 
That's really funny. <laughs> Normally, like, I don't know. I mean, I, that's honestly solid. Like, I think I was trying to be sort of funny. Sorry. But, like, I wasn't expecting my mom to actually find me funny because she just rolled her eyes. <laughs> Especially when I was six. It's- <laughs> Uh-oh. Jordan has frozen. No, that's hilarious. It re- that reminds me of Wait, this. you that- froze oh, for a second. Sorry, I, I, sorry. Missed the I can hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Oh, it's like lagging really bad because oh, I can okay. hear you, but then it's slow. Okay, well then let's wrap it up. Like- can you hear me? Yes. Okay, let's wrap it up. <laughs> All right, so thank you to everyone again for listening. Hope I hope you had a happy turkey day. I hope everything went well. Um, yes. And we would thank you. To, Hope you to did hear too. About it. We'd love to hear about what you did on Turkey Day. And uh, there's a few ways in which yes. you can let us know. Um, on Facebook, you can find us at the Podcast Diaries. On Instagram, we are the Podcast Diary One. On Twitter, we're the Podcast Diary. My cab is following us on there, so you know, like you know, it's really good content. Um, I had nothing to do. With yep. it. It's all it's all Jordan. It's not me. So, <laughs> good job on you. Uh, it lends a- the emotional support. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, send us a whole email uh, at the podcast diary at gmail.com. and then you can find all of this at, on our website, which is the podcastdiaries.com. And I recently added some exciting old photos of us <laughs> to the website. Um, so for our final section of book five, we will be having a guest and we will be reading Asperger's Syndrome, a report by Mia Thermopolis through to the end of the book. Oh, I'm so excited. Can't wait to find so out what excited. happens. Cannot wait. Thank you for listening. We love yes. you. We love all our Genovians. We love you and we like you. Uh, (laughs) a royal goodbye to you and to you bye